0: You're listening to Newcastle in the Morning. Welcome back to the program. It is uh, 21 past 11 here on Newcastle Live. It's a little bit chilly outside. It's only 16 degrees here in Newcastle West. I wonder what it's like in beautiful Port Stephens today. Joining me on the line now is the State MP for Port Stephens. It is Kate Washington. Good morning. And what's the weather like up your neck of the woods?
1: Morning, Tracy. And, yeah, it's a little bit windy.
0: Have you got <laughs> power up there?
1: Um, it's a bit patchy, so, uh, I, uh, we've still got houses and people out of power in Raymond Terrace and Madawi, as I understand, and Swan Bay as well, so, yeah, it's, uh, it's, a uh, it's
0: still on the mend. So, obviously, uh, were you part of the, uh, the Madawi, all of that area that went down last night, or were you safe? Did you escape it?
1: Yeah, no, I managed to escape it, uh, And I'm hearing various reports of people coming back on and it's a bit hard to tell still out. So anyway, it is uh, a work in progress, Osgrid keeps telling us, so we'll hopefully hopefully have everyone back on very
0: soon. Oh, fingers crossed because it's too cold not to have your heating on it at all at the moment. It's uh, it's a little bit chilly. Now listen, um, the New South Wales Government has released draft plans for the Williamtown Special Activation Precinct. Now it was, uh, it's been on display. Uh, apparently we've got 56 days, but uh, it closes on the 8th of June. It's been very, very quiet, hasn't it, Kate? The fact that uh, this this period closes in uh, eight days time
1: yeah i think uh everyone has been distracted by something else going on perhaps a federal election um and yeah it's been a bit difficult making sure people know that there are these draft plans out for them to look at Uh, mind you they're also you know quite complex in themselves 124 pages it's not the most exciting stuff but it's really important
0: it really is. And, uh, and as you say, I've, uh, I've had a bit of a look at it and uh, decided that the, uh, the best way was just go- to go into the frequently asked questions. That, was, uh, that gave me a really good pricey of what's going on. But look, this is a plan for 40 years, isn't it? it it's something that uh, the, the population up there needs to be aware of. They need to understand what it means. There is potential for compulsory acquisition inside this. We haven't even done anything about the compulsory acquisition for the PFAS yet. So where is this going to overlay over that?
1: Uh, good question, and it's really complex. So uh, this the special activation precinct for Williamtown was touted as a positive permanent solution for people affected by PFAS. Now, that promise has... The, the government has spectacularly failed to deliver on that promise. Uh, it was going to be... It was the initial area under investigation was enormous and covered all the affected properties. It's now been reduced to a significantly smaller area just south of the base and airport and not really capturing many private properties in that. Um, and so the possibility of compulsory acquisition has been reduced to a small a handful of properties. But even those people are uncertain of timing. They're, ag- again, frustrated because of the potential um, uncertainty that they face for the future.
0: And that seems to be the continual story up there, isn't it? It's what we've been hearing for at least the last three to five years about just the uncertainty up there around PFAS. Obviously, Kate, we have a new government. Do you see that uh, that things may move on that now?
1: Well, I hope so. There was, a, prior to the federal election, that Labor um, talked about a task force to look into um, acquisitions and the PFAS impacts there there's that's still to play out obviously um But the special activation precinct itself, like it does actually present some enormous opportunities for Mm -hmm. our area, providing we can attract um, industry and attract employment and create jobs. There's opportunity there. But through that process, we have to make sure that the residents that are within the area and those that are adjoining it aren't disadvantaged. And that's what I've got genuine Mm -hmm. concerns about. So have they
0: now obviously we know that there are there are no no orders in place yet this is still a draft uh, once once all the feedback has been uh, has been given they'll then go back and do another one um are you hopeful that uh, that the concerns that are raised by the community will be taken into consideration
1: I, i'm always hopeful that <laughs> they no, will be taken into consideration but honestly this process so far has It's taken a lot longer than was anticipated because it is very complex. Mm. And the whole area, as anyone that lives around there and goes through there knows, it is prone to flooding. Mm. So the drainage issues there that have also made the PFAS problem particularly difficult will make this project particularly difficult. And it is also why we need to ensure that whatever is wherever we land, that it doesn't make that problem worse. And, you know, I'm no expert. I'm no hydrogeologist or uh, you know, pollution mm-hmm. expert. But every time we get a, a, a new project around there, we're told there's not going to be impacts on other residents, and invariably there is. So I, 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 there is genuine concerns, and I'm hopeful mm-hmm. that the department, through this process, hears them and responds to them.
0: Now, we know that there's a meeting today. Uh, there's It's from 12 till 3 or 5 till 7 at the uh, the Mooroo Community Centre. There's also another one tomorrow between 10 and 1. That doesn't give people a great deal of time, does it?
1: No, there have been other discussions held, I understand, by the department with landowners affected um, within the area and adjoining, um, but I certainly impressed on them the need for there to be a broader discussion with community about what this means and what it looks like, because, uh, you know, it's it's hard to wade through 124 Mm. pages. Even when I did, I still didn't understand it. Then I had a briefing, and honestly... I understood it less after that. Mm. So there is a lot to, for everyone to try and understand. Um, and we've got to have confidence that the people who are making these decisions are actually uh, know what they're talking about. Mm. Because we're, we're dealing with
0: some really tricky problems. You really are. And, you know, when, when you're talking about, uh, you know, residents who have concerns about, you know, the con- compulsory acquisition process, the timeframes, the impacts on their own properties, there's still a lot of things up in the air
1: indeed, and if and the compulsory acquisition process itself, when if we ever get to that point,
0: because that, to
1: there's that still, point. you know there's still uncertainty around mm-hmm. that in itself, but what does that process look like? And if it's you know based on market value with a little addition on top, that's not that's not going to be adequate for those residents because market value has their properties significantly reduced because they're contaminated Mm. through no fault of their own so it is it is complex this is going to be a long time playing out but right now there's an important role our community can play in giving feedback and as you said that feedback needs to be in by the 8th of June.
0: Where do we go to find out more information on this and uh, and so residents can be fully informed and they can get their uh, their submissions in and in quickly?
1: Well, it's on the Department of Planning website and they only need to Google Williamtown Special Activation Precinct and they will find it. Alternatively, they come to one of the drop-in sessions today or tomorrow uh, and then try and get submissions in by the 8th of June.
0: Good luck. Uh, As as you said, (laughs) I I looked at the document, the full document. I then went into the Frequently Asked Questions and, as you said, I found more questions came up than were answered. So I, I think there's a long way to go with this one.
1: Indeed, indeed. It's a long <laughs> and very complex. Oh. So, you, know, well, it's, um, you have all the fun
0: up there, don't you?
1: We, <laughs> well, certainly I feel for these residents mm. so much because they That's have had horrendous. so much thrown at them time and time again and they still live under this whole cloud of uncertainty and I just think that has taken an awful toll on them.
0: It's just horrendous between the the value of their land, between their health. It's uh, yeah, it's just enough. Enough is enough, and and something needs to be done to look after these people, and pretty damn quick. It's it's horrible. No one would want it.
1: Indeed, and now the special activation precinct, as you mentioned, be like sort of a forty year plan. Mm. What does that mean for them? Yeah, not quite sure yet.
0: <laughs> oh, good luck with that one. Yeah, <laughs> thank <for laughs> Keep checking. us in the loop. Stay warm, and we'll chat soon. Will do. Thanks. Thank Take you. Goodbye. That is uh, Kate Washington, uh, the state member for Port Stevens. And uh, as we said, there is a lot of paperwork to go through. The frequently asked questions is kind of where I ended up back because I just could not make head nor tail of it. But if you do live in that area and you do want to know how this 40-year plan is going to affect you, go into either of the pop-ins today and tomorrow and, uh, and just find out what it's all about. Make your submission. You've got until June 8, so you don't have very long to, uh, to get your submissions in. So please just uh, just get along. And, uh, and if you can understand what's going on, you're smarter than all of us.
1: Why make the switch to Newcastle Live Radio?